This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. everybody welcome to another episode of 180 degrees now it is the last monday of january but you know it's still going to be a fun filled show we're going to be with you guys for the next hour until eight o'clock and it's going to be a fun filled power hour i am so excited to be here with you zoe (laughs) guys guys i am really like if you could understand i am so emotional because this is zoe's last uh show with us and it's it's quite heart-wrenching that i'll be losing out on a friend but she is going on to greater and bigger and better things so we are all proud and so happy for her oh my goodness michaela you have literally i am i'm honestly speechless for what you know is like the first time ever on the show like it's it is my last show and it's it's been hard but i guys know i've been studying I've been struggling with the law degree for the past four years and I'm so blessed and fortunate to have found the position as an articles clerk and that is an extremely demanding job to do and I'm actually deteriorating on so many levels and it was it was not an easy decision because this is something that is very deeply ingrained in who I am as a person and I've been doing it for so long but you know this is going to be my last show but it's not going to be a sad one it's going to be a joyous one and I'm so excited to share it with you guys for this next hour and Michaela I can't believe that you know we only got to know each other for a couple months and now I'm literally like disappearing terrible guys I really terrible. wish you'd come into my life so much sooner or that I could have mm-hmm. maybe struggled a bit harder to find a job you know <laughs> <laughs> but yeah oh my goodness it's, it's really it's it's a sad one but like we said we have a new lawyer in town and uh, she will definitely be rooting for the God side of things. So Amen. we're happy to have her on the team still. Yes. And I will obviously like visit and come back. I, it's not the end for me. Mm. You know, I, w- I can't say goodbye to radio. It's just presenting and everything about this is, it's like I said, deeply ingrained in who I am as a person. And I look forward to visiting my friend, Michaela, my amazing co-host. Do you guys hear that? <laughs> I'm a friend. She's my friend, guys. My friend that I'm going to miss very deeply. I'm already missing her. Aww. And she's across the room from me. They should definitely be an aww. There we go. There we go. 
Yeah. But yeah, let's get into it tonight and so that we don't have it all sad all right at the beginning. Yeah, you guys don't want to miss today's show. We have a very fantastic guy who's not a stranger to the airwaves going to be joining us at about 20 past 7. He is my brother who is one of the best musicians I've ever met, a true virtuoso who is using his gift to glorify the Lord. You know, there's nothing wrong with going into any other genre of music, but there's something so beautiful when you take what God has given you and you use it to glorify him. He's had a journey that has spanned almost two decades and we're just excited to document where his next step is. If you guys want to see us and see him, we will be live on Facebook on the Cape Pulpit 79 Cops of Council slash 79K Pulpit page. So please tune in. But for now, we have Love Me Like I Am by Four King and Country featuring Jordan Sparks. Love Me Like I Am. Who even knew that Jordan Sparks was collaborating with Four King and Country? I know, right? And she sounds amazing. Like, I feel like that woman just has like a breath of fresh air when she sings. Honestly, I am obsessed with her voice. But yeah, we are currently in the What I Did This Weekend section of the show. Michaela did something fun. Before Michaela asked me what I did this weekend. Because <laughs> y'all go, you know I'm going to ask her that. Yeah, because she knows that my memory is like faulty. <laughs> like I just get here and I forget that I've done anything ever before in my mm-hmm. life. But this weekend, oh, literally I had plans back to back this whole weekend and they were all canceled. So I just I just did some gardening. That's, wow. that's It was fun. And I went shopping. Mm-hmm. But not for like fun stuff, for like skincare things it was not a glamorous shopping trip but yeah got no rest and none of that is fun so we're handing over to Michaela so she can tell you something that's actually worth doing (laughs) hey guys Zoe loves to put me on the platform to tell you what I did this weekend but what I did this weekend was I went down to Grand West and guys I have to tell you that the ice string there is one worth looking at. Indeed. It is fun, playful, and even if you are not a professional, understand that, it is something to go and do to just have fun with your friends. Like, um, they are professional skaters, so if you also want to do professional skating, they normally gather early in the morning to, you know, do the whole ballerina and... Those kind of professional yeah, figure skating. skating. There we go. There's the word I was looking for. Guys, what am I going to do without Zoe? <laughs> anyway, figure skating, they do it earlier the day. And then later on, uh, for those who aren't that professional and just want to have fun with their friends, they do birthdays, they do events Ooh. there as well. And um, there is awesome music, awesome jams to just go and enjoy. Now, I personally love ice skating. I have this motto that if you can rollerblade, you can ice skate, guys. It's it's exactly the same. It's just obviously it's ice. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I know everyone is so scared of when they fall. What if someone like goes over their fingers and things like that? Keep your fingers in and closed when you fall. Bottom line, just try not to fall. Yeah, and if you do, because you probably will. Yeah, keep your fingers in. Even if you're a professional, in. everybody makes mistakes. Just like as Michaela said, like Fists. all your hands together. No one's going to slice everything off if it's all at once. in your oh. Maybe just one. <laughs> I'm joking, guys. <laughs> like the first time you go, it's just like one. Just a memory from every time. <laughs> no, guys, it's not that bad. 
If you keep your fingers in when you fall, <laughs> you should be fine. And there are people on ice to help you, to guide you. And it's There's always people flexing though. Have you, you know, noticed? They're just doing twirls for when, no reason. When I see them, I'm like, yo, I wish I mm-hmm. could, eh? I'm like slipping on the ice. This guy's like doing a pirouette in the air. I'm like, okay, but. <laughs> uh, can you help me? <laughs> Guys, <laughs> but eventually you'll get there if you go more often. Uh, they say practice makes perfect, so the more times you go, eventually you'll become a professional. So, the times on when to go is on Monday, they have sessions. So, book your session, it's 10 to 11, and that is 65 Rand per person. Not too much, so I think it's worth it taking a buddy with you and enjoying the ring. And then they have another session at 11 15 to 12 15, and then again at 14 and 16 and that is 75 rand per person the later the session is the pricier mm. it gets so guys if you don't want to spend too much go a bit earlier and if you want to enjoy yourself and have a bit of more money to spend go in the evenings because it is more vibrant and fun at night and then just so that is for monday tuesday and wednesday same time slots and then on friday and saturday you're looking at 10 a.m to 11 30 and then 12 to 1, half past 1, clock till 4 o'clock, 4 o'clock till 8, uh, sorry, <laughs> 4 till 5. And then your evening session, which is at 21 till about 12 o'clock, half past 12. Yeah. That's about 80, 80 rand per person, which is not that much. But like I said, the evening sessions are more vibrant, so you just spend a bit more to go and be with a lot of people that are looking to have fun just like you. Yeah, that sounds pretty fun. You know, I've gone ice skating quite a few times. I've gone since I had to be in the kiddies link because, you know, I was a kiddie. And I wasn't that good then and I'm not that good now, but it's a very fun activity, especially in a group. And girls, watch for those boys that say they don't know how to ice skate, Mm. but they just want you to teach them Mm. by holding their hands. Mm, yeah. These boys be out here trying to play games. That is a tip on its own, Michaela, just <laughs> for these girlies out there. But speaking of tips, we're going to head on into the random tip section of the show. Thank you for those ice skating tips. It's all good. Love that. <laughs> Zoe on 180 degrees. So for this week's random tip, we have something that I thought would be very relevant. You know, we are in the heat mm. of load shedding and in yes. summer. So... <laughs> Sleeping at night is a nightmare. It so is. I have some tips for you guys. If you want to stay cool during load shedding, you know, for many of us, our fans do not work. Our ACs don't. However, my first tip would probably be to invest in a fan that can work during load shedding. Mm. I actually have that fan. If you want that fan and you don't have it now, unfortunately, apparently they're not going to have stock until February, which is in like two days. So just hold out for a little bit. But this fan basically stays plugged in the whole time. And then when it is load shedding, it just works, you know, and it's a strong fan as well. Don't get the battery operated one. Get the one you plug into the wall. That one has strong electricity. But now what if the electricity goes off? No, but that's the thing. It's like a phone. So you charge it when, when there's electricity. And then when the electricity goes off or, you know, you can just keep it on the whole time. It just stays on because it's been charged. Mm. Yes. So the next one, according to the New York Times, is if you're at home, if possible, shade or cover windows that are exposed to direct light. I'm guessing that direct light directly makes you a bit hot. The next one is if the air feels cooler outside, close the windows and try to keep the cooler air inside. You know, hoard that air. 
believe it or not, it works. The next one is to avoid cooking. Now, this is something I know many people do not have to be told to do because cooking can be an arduous chore. But instead, prepare cool light meals that will require little to no use of the stove or oven because those things are like heaters. They generate heat. When temperatures fall slightly in the evening and overnight, it's always wise to open windows. But be cautious if you know that there's mozzies in your area because you don't want to turn into their midnight snack or anything like that. But doing this allows cooler air to move in. The next one is to use cooler air for bathing. You know, generally we think to ourselves, cold shower. Unfortunately, people like me have never taken a cold shower in their life. I just need that heat. But that can act. Everyone else I know who takes cold showers say it really does cool them down. Mm -mm. I personally will get too cool and I don't think it would work for me. But your body kind of just absorbs it and heats up on its own. So then the cold water becomes perfect for you. I don't know. I just feel like I'm built different. We will pray for you, Zoe. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate that. I'm going into the way I need all the prayers I can get. So the next one is about incandescent light bulbs. Now, these glass orbs with glowing wire centers produce a lot of heat. Switching to energy-efficient light bulbs may keep your home cooler and help you reduce energy costs. Alternatively, you know, load shedding doesn't just happen when you're in your house. If you're outside, we have some other tips for you. The first one is to hydrate. Make sure you have a lot of water around you. I currently am next to my bottle of water that I carry everywhere because I need to stay hydrating, hydrated. When your body sweats to cool you down and you dehydrate, it's quite significant in the process. If temperatures do go over 30 degrees Celsius, and we are in Africa, so that's very possible, it's a good idea to drink at least eight glasses of water during the day. The next one is to wear some breathable clothes. Now, I know Michaela can tell you more about that because she is the fashionista in the room. Woo! <laughs> Guys, breathable clothes, you know, those those uh, uh, cotton, like, I don't, I don't know if you've seen those thin cotton tops. Yeah. Those are like nice and breathable and feeling, it helps you feel fresh as well. Light colors also because dark colors attract the sun. So, well, especially your blacks. So your whites, your light blues, those are perfect if you're wanting to feel cool and fresh. Honestly, Michaela just gave us a whole new tip just right then and there because she is that fashionista. The last one, but the one that's most obvious is just to avoid the sun. If you're not, if perfect. You're, if you stand in the shade, you're not forget the fashion <laughs> tip. Just avoid the sun, guys. No, but you know, like look good in the shade as well. Take those tips from Michaela. She just spat out some wisdom for us. But yeah, that's all we have for those <laughs> random tips. I hope you guys use them as you experience the next month, which mm. is the hottest month, February. So Thank please. You. Use Michaela's tips wisely. Yes. Now, let's go on into another song as we take a break. When we come back, we will start our interview and you guys don't want to miss it. So it is 22 past 7 and you are tuned into 7 to 9 a.m. listening to 180 Degrees. And we have a very special, fantastic guest live in studio with us he's joining us over zoom so if you want to see what he looks like and he looks good you can check him out we are live on facebook on 79 cops console slash 79k pulpit so let me just give him a short introduction but he's a man who needs no introduction so we are speaking to jason george a man who has been in the music industry for almost 20 years 
he is currently about to release his new debut EP. But, you know, he's not just releasing it out of nowhere. This man has had experience as a worship leader for years. He was in a church band. Then he transitioned into leading worship. And now he's going to transition into something just as beautiful. And we are so excited to talk about it. So I'd like to say good evening, Mr. George. How are you doing? I am so very well, thanks. And yourself, Miss George. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, am... we're just playing up the fact that you're my little sister. Hi, Michaela, how are you? Hi, <laughs> hi. I think Zoe just totally forgot about me in this whole conversation. <laughs> wow, guys. Oh, well, no, as you know. How are you doing? I'm very, very well. I, I, I've noticed that the days are getting a bit shorter, so winter is coming, my personal favorite season. Mm. So I'm very excited for that. Um, yeah, it's a very exciting season. And you guys? Oh, you know, I'm doing well. I'm just, I'm just tired. You know, I just started working and adulting is no joke, guys. Yeah. It's no joke. Yeah, 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 yeah. They should have, they should have warned us. They really should have. <laughs> they really should have. So yeah. on that note, can you, I know I could give everyone a background about who Jason George is quite easily. I gave a very short one just now, but can you give us <laughs> a brief background on who Jason George really is? Well, first off, I don't think I'm going to do as good a job as you did, so I'll <laughs> give it a try. Um, first of all, the, the most important thing you need to know about me is I love Jesus. I love to please him and I seek to serve him in everything that I do. Aside from that, in addition to that, I'm pastor of worship ministry here in Stellenbosch. I write, I produce, I write songs as well. I'm sort of a lifelong devoted creative who, who is really passionate about seeing Jesus's name magnified. And that's more or less everything that needs to know about me. I'm also an introvert. <laughs> it's not true, guys. As the strongest one. <laughs> I can totally hear that introvertness. Like it's just coming through the voice. Oh, thank you, Michaela. I feel so seen. <laughs> I feel so acknowledged. Oh. Ah, so Michaela has another question for you, mostly about how your music career began. Yes, pretty much. Uh, Zoe kind of just said the questions. So I yeah, don't know. <laughs> now that's going but how did your music career begin <laughs> it started off i think I, I was about three years old my parents our parents so and my parents are pastors hmm. and we have been in church as long as we can remember and when i was about three years old i remember being very stubborn about sitting on the drum kit and not getting up <laughs> our drummer at the time couldn't force me out um, so I ended up playing drums for church at that stage. But then when we moved to South Africa, um, which was a few years later, I gave it a bit of a pause. But then when I turned eight, I asked my parents for an acoustic guitar for my birthday instead of a birthday party. <laughs> so I started playing acoustic guitar there. The next year, I joined my primary school worship team back in the days when that was still cool to do. And <laughs> as time as time went by, I just joined my parents' worship ministry, joined different ministries and bands and traveled with a few session musicians. So it was mostly there at eight years old where I asked for my first guitar and never looked back. Yeah, I guess that's your, a true sign of your being an introvert. You know, you wanted a guitar over a party. <laughs> mm, mm. Yes, yes. Yes. Anywhere more than three people and I get tense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is, that is a reality. So how would you yes. describe... The transition from being like a member of a band, specifically a church band, to then becoming a worship leader, worship pastor, to now just producing your own music. So 
I think when I started worship ministry all those years ago, of course, you started at five years old. And even though you're the pastor's kids, we all know those tropes about how immature a pastor's child actually is. So no one would ever dare let me lead anything. And I thank God for that <laughs> for the first few years. But then as time went by, I think at, by that stage, the, by the stage where I started leading worship, I'd been involved in music for about 10 years. And mm. I felt the Lord laid on my heart in about 2016. I want you to start leading worship. And my reaction went something like, God, have, are you speaking to the right guy? Are you <laughs> sure this is a good idea? This doesn't sound like a good idea. But obedience became the highest priority in that situation. And I ended up leading worship at the church that I now serve at, Shofar Stellenbosch. Um, and then over time, I got involved with some recording projects that we did to release some music through our worship ministry called Sherpa Band. And as I grew and cut my teeth a bit more, started working with a few of the local Christian musicians around the Cape Town area and even beyond. And about two, three years ago, my mentor at the time, a gentleman by the name of James Pringle, he moved to a different part of the country. And that made space for me to sort of grow into what God had for me. And now here I am and looking to follow the Lord's voice again to release an EP. So it's mostly the, the story of transition has just been about Jesus says I must do this. And it just so happens to be something that I love doing. So it's, it's easy to fall in line. That is honestly amazing. And believe me, I understand when God calls you to do something, it's like, mm. nah, that's, you're not talking to me. It, yeah. it just cannot. Yeah, be. yeah. <laughs> not me, Jesus. Not me. But I, someone else. I know once you step into the purpose that God uh, has for you, there's so much warfare. And um, mm. what was the challenges that you personally faced in this, in, in you taking your mandate and going forth and doing what God has required of you? So I think probably the biggest challenge would just be one's own relationship with imposter syndrome. You know, mm. from time to time, you you see your friends, you see your leaders, you see how mature or how Christ-like they are. And we always have an inferior relationship with our own person and with our own internal realities than what we see everybody else to do. So for a few years, for quite a long time, it was always a question of God surely not me surely there's someone else who's wiser who's older who's done this a lot more um but i really found the antidote in that fear in recognizing that god doesn't make mistakes god really doesn't so if he says and if he speaks and if the community around us that speaks god's word into our hearts if they witness it then it's going to come to pass because god doesn't lie and he mm. doesn't make mistakes so it's 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 sort of a very it's a it's an amazing confidence that comes from inside of you when you receive the truth that you know God loves us and He really really believes in us more than we do ourselves. That that really helped me navigate that. Wow, that's actually very good and sound advice because some like you said, <laughs> imposter syndrome is a very it's a very real thing. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, bless you. It's fine. Lord, don't let him die too soon. <laughs> let me just get some water. Sorry, something just attacked me. Yeah, the devil is a liar. Definitely. That's, that's all I know. <laughs> In the name of Jesus. The devil. Amen. <laughs> so I, yeah. just, <laughs> I just like to ask, what would you like to <clears throat> accomplish 
with your musical journey? Like, do you have any specific, obviously you want to glorify God and you want to walk in this path that he has laid out for you, but are there any personal goals <coughs> that you have? Any visions, any missions, any objectives? Well, I mean, a great personal goal is to make a billion views on YouTube. Yes. <laughs> Which, I mean, it's probably not very possible given how many people speak English and use YouTube. Sorry, my voice is struggling a bit now. Um, but in all of that, I really, I want to see the, the continent of Africa changed and transformed to Amen. worship Jesus. Amen. That's all, you know. There's so much that fills our time and fills our spaces and fills our thinking that is not a God, or it's about God, and, you know, it's about us, kind of. But I, I have this vision and this passion to see Jesus' name magnified higher than any other name. And mm-hmm. if anything, I think if, if, my, if, if I can be a part of that and be forgotten in that process and that Jesus would be remembered, that's all I, I desire to do. That's the only goal. Jesus is the mission. Yeah. Wow. But I mean, there are some longer term dreams. Like, of course, I think I'd like to open a like a farm one day with uh, like a creatives getaway where creatives can gather, write mm-hmm. songs, paint paintings, shoot music videos for Jesus. But in all of that, I think that we would all learn something of who God is. That that that's what what keeps me up at night. Mm. Wow, how do you personally deal with the temptation of, you know? Uh, getting getting drawn into the world like you know because if you look at it like obviously if you you know that you are good at what you do there's a lot of secular uh music that kind of draws you and pulls you in and once and i'm sure a lot of people has given you the offer even where finances has come through because i mean it's a bit different when Mm. you when you're doing it for god you know it's not about the money but Mm. Yeah. People got bills to pay, so sometimes that that Amen. mindset, <laughs> that mindset, kind of draws you like, okay, I could make more money, or I could make money doing this secularly. You know, how have you mm. kind of just kept the balance? I think you're asking the right question for the season that I'm in, Michaela. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the right question, it's exactly the right one. A few a few days ago, I, was, I found myself reading out of the Gospels. And that bit of scripture that we we hear in children's church and we hear sometimes in church, but it, it comes alive almost every day to me in this season that I've been in for the last few months of you cannot serve two masters mm. because either you will love one and hate the other or you'll hate the one and love the other. And the, the, the what the writer of that gospel in particular, I think it's the gospel of Luke, is actually trying to say by hate is you will love one less, mm. you know, and the story of worship, the story of pleasing God, the story of following him and doing what it is he, call, he wants us to do is to actually just love him more than money, mm. is to love him more than the praise of man, to love him more than, you know, our own recognition, our own sense of significance, to love him more, to see his purposes and his kingdom as being more valuable than ours. Um, and to say it that way sounds nice and easy until you, are presented with, with an opportunity to mm. compromise, you know, an opportunity to, like you mentioned earlier, take that money to do this or to take this photo or to be part of this music project. <clears throat> mm. 
Mm. And, we, all of this, you know? and we always tend to yeah. justify it like lord if i take this yeah. i'm gonna use it for the ministry though like the finances yeah. i'll use it for the ministry god you know how much i can bless your kingdom exactly by, you know getting this small you know the, the things we say to ourselves i think in all of that um i recognize that the flesh is strong mm. the flesh really wants to do what the flesh does and we have to scripture says put it to death mm. And we put it to death by feeding ourselves with the word of God, like leaning on our community to speak the word of God into us, confessing our sins, trusting that God would lead us and just living and focusing on the spirit and the ways of God. Because if if we walk out of step, if we walk out of intimacy with Jesus, if we lose our sight of Jesus, it's only a matter of time before we start worshiping at the wrong altars. Mm-hmm. You know, only a matter of time. And, and that that's all that will keep me i hope as i grow and as the lord like journeys with me through these upcoming seasons is that i would stay right where jesus is at all times and that would be my prayer for anyone who's facing that temptation today that we would stay where jesus is mm-hmm. and stay close to him stay intimate with him wow that was that's know, spoken from wisdom you, you know, know michaela always knows the right <laughs> questions to ask honestly <laughs> So, yeah, I'm so thankful that you gave us such a thorough answer. Mm. And also that, you know, you're not just speaking from a theoretical point of view, but also from Mm. experience. You're literally going Mm. through it. But I know that this period that you're in, not just is it difficult because of these new temptations, but you're also working on your EP. So I'd just like to talk Mm. a little bit about that. Like, can you tell us a bit about that? You know, the genre, obviously it's going to be Christian music, but Mm. Christian music is a very broad umbrella of mm. different genres yeah. and different things so yeah. what kind of you music you be making christian hip-hop or christian right? edm that i listened to yeah. a christian heavy metal song the other day it was Wowzers. i've never heard anyone <laughs> death scream about our lord and savior but you know we all experience new things every day <laughs> so, yeah. oh my goodness mm. so so in, in, with respect to the genre I, I, I'm, I'm a producer. I love music. I love different kinds of music. You know, as much as we've been talking about Jesus the last few minutes, I, I listen to John Mayer, you know, Michael Jackson, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of inspiration that sits inside of me. And when I started sitting down to make this EP, so many different kinds of sounds came out. So there's mm. obviously the stock standard Hillsong CCM of style. Course song which you can't you can't <laughs> worship jesus without you know the acoustic guitar kind of thing with those there's four chords you know, you know with those ones. four chords you know five if you're feeling especially adventurous you know there's a song on the album that's on the ep that's inspired by some afro pop there's yeah. a song of laments that's written to a piano ballad you know there's there's a wide variety of things so i i my expect my desire is that people would be pleasantly surprised and shocked as to all the different sounds that you can use to speak of the glory and of the power and of the wonder of Jesus and still keep things musically interesting. Um, Yeah, it's my big passion to see that though the music is all original and it's all performed by me and all the thing was produced by me, I think two of the songs were co-written by some of my friends. um, It's sort of a attempt to recapture and reimagine what creativity might look like for Jesus. Mm-hmm. So it's it's hard to pigeon it down. I guess you can call it indie, 
because <laughs> it's independent. <laughs> um, but that's that's probably the only thing I can say about it. I, I I expect that people can look forward to the various different sounds that they're going to hear on this EP. Well, I know I'm definitely looking forward to it. Do you know when about this uh, this EP will be released? When can we expect the announcement? So there have been one or two delays to the yeah. production of the thing. Um, I, I'm aiming for the end of February Ooh. and so that I can begin the process of announcing and marketing and getting some traction and announcing it on my social media and all of that. Um, but roughly we can expect something around the end of February. Oh, so we're going to keep our calendars dated for... What, yes, ma'am. It's not a leap year, is yes, it? Ma'am. Of course. Not a leap year. We are definitely looking forward to that and not missing it. In yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And will it be available on all platforms? Yes. Or are you going to go? It'll platforms? be available on every platform that you are able to stream on. So Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Tidal, Deezer, whatever your streaming platform of choice is. If you're looking to follow me for updates, I'm on Instagram. Jason K. George um, is my handle. Uh, you can friend me on Facebook. You can look me up. My website is jasonkgeorge.com. So I'll be sure to be posting updates and, you know, inside scoops on how it's going and when we can expect more things. Yes. Well, I know I'm already closely following your journey from when you were posting blogs already. But I have another question for you. I know we've asked, we usually ask people about the advice they have for people who want to follow in their footsteps. And I feel like you have mm-hmm. answered that in that you have reiterated that it's so important to just walk closely with God, to just do what pleases him. But do you have yeah. any advice maybe for, and this is a different angle, but for parents who may be struggling mm-hmm. to accept that their child wants to go into this industry and do music full-time because it's a very challenging industry to go into yeah yeah it's very very challenging and and the thing that makes it so hard is that oftentimes um it that care comes from a very deep place in Mm -hmm. the parent you know who wants the better for their children who wants their child to do well to not struggle um but at the end of the day i think i'm very humbled by the family that is releasing me into this because they believe in what God has said over my life and they pray for me every day and they encourage me. And when I'm feeling down and, you know, not up to anything, like you guys are there lifting me up, speaking God's word into me, speaking encouragement, giving ears for me to bellyache to. So parents, I think the best thing you can do for your children is to just pray for them, is to Mm -hmm. just trust that God is leading them to constantly make sure that they're in there in tune with Jesus. Because at the end of the day, even if we stick to what looks like our safe plans and our safe agendas, who knows the future? Only God knows the future. And we need to trust God and to trust where he's taking us and where he's leading us. Because ultimately, where he wants us is the best place that we need to be. Mm. That was so beautiful. I feel like he has like the right wisdom yeah. to just no jason was born like a hundred years old He's clearly, clearly that, is, that is what i pick up oh my goodness thank you i was i'm just as cranky as someone who's 100 years old so. <laughs> yeah this oh. brings us to the end of this interview and i really wish it could go on for longer Mm-hmm. But, you know, as we say goodbye, I'd just like to once again say thank you for gracing us with this 
presence of yours here on this radio station and we just like to wish you just luck not luck but i wanted to say godspeed but we want to wish you so much we want to i don't know why i just blanked for some reason but we want to wish you all (laughs) the blessings that you need the favor that must come in your way we know that you're walking in the right path that god has put out for you and we're just going to be praying for you every step of the way and come the end of february we're going to be jamming to some new yeah. Christian tunes. And and definitely a blood mm-hmm. covering over over the your walk with God and in this journey. Because I know yeah. the warfare that worshippers face is so is next level. Like we get the most backlash, you know, uh, because mm. we're leading people into the next realm, you know, to get closer mm. to God. And, and it's not an easy job to do. It's it's really not an easy yeah. job. Um, so the warfare that we face is just so intense. And I just... Pray that God covers you and covers your gift. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And that we do Amen. think Thanks. for you and we're so proud of you. Thanks for being Thank a, so a warrior of God. Amen. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. God bless. God, God bless, bless you. Um, Amen. You must enjoy the rest of your evening, sir. You as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye for now. Bye. Bye. I thoroughly enjoyed that. I swear it was such a awesome uh, time with him. And just if you really needed that guidance and mm. wisdom to understand, you know, where your gift is at. Yeah. Um, and how to how to stand on what the what God has asked you to do and still stand strong. He literally gave the wisdom he to really encourage did. that. So and if as he was giving that wisdom, you weren't sure exactly what he was saying. You can play that wisdom back anyone else who needs it in their life as this show will be uploaded on podcast. All our shows are on www.kpulpit.co.za under the 180 degrees podcast tab. We were also live on Facebook. So if you'd like to have both a visual and an audio experience of that interview, which I really think you guys would benefit from, especially your friends who are worship musicians, they would really benefit from this. You can check it out on our Facebook page 79 Cops Council slash 79 K Pulpit. Now let's go into the Did You Know section of the show and it's going to be fun. 180 degrees on Radio K Pulpit 729 AM. So in this section of the show, I, you know what, I almost don't even want to like talk about it because I'm still like reeling from that interview. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And you know what, I said y'all would. You know, I never lie to y'all. But <laughs> in addition to me never lying, I have another interesting fact for you guys. So I believe last week we spoke briefly about the flood and the narrative around it. So I, this week's Did You Know is about that. Now, in as I mentioned last week, and I'll mention again, the concept of a flood going over the whole earth and wiping out civilization is actually not a concept that solely exists in the Bible. And I'm not just saying this like because it's also in the Torah and the and many other books that other Abrahamic religions use. But it's also in like other cultures, like it's in the Mesopotamian cultures, the Native American cultures, even in some Hinduism Hindu cultures, they also speak of a flood. And interestingly enough, even in Greek mythology, there's a there's a concept of a flood wiping out the whole world. I personally think that all of the descendants of Noah, you know, and his three sons, Ham, 
I remember we had a Bible quiz <laughs> where we forgot Ham. <laughs> Ham and like the other two. You know, they obviously repopulated the earth, the three of them. So perhaps their descendants went out into the earth, multiplied, and, you know, look at how different but similar we all are. So in addition to the Bible, what clearly represents a worldwide flood as a factual event in which eight humans were saved on the floating ark, Almost every culture in the world has a flood story. The very symbol in the ancient Chinese language for boat is actually a combination of symbols eight, people, and vessel. Every culture from Chinese to Aztecs to Aboriginal Australians to ancient Greeks to Native Americans to Africans have an ancient account of a universal flood. Many of these stories include details of a righteous man being saved on a floating vessel and attribute the event to judgment from God. If this really happened with people who have spread across the globe after the catastrophe. As centuries passed, the account of the flood would have obviously been distorted. I mean, it's broken telephone, you guys. And also, as we go out into different cultures, we see names changing, you know? Even if we just go from, like, if we look at our original Jewish roots, we see different names there. So, yeah, as the centuries passed, the account of the flood would have also been distorted, but remembered. This is exactly what we find, and the worldwide flood is a fact of the past as revealed by archaeology, genealogy, uh, geology, not genealogy, geology, and of course, El Bible. So yeah, I thought that was, I thought that was very interesting. I, I mean, they do say that if, it's, if, if a truth is said more than once over years, mm. it has to be. Exactly. There, there has to be some truth to it, guys. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we hear about it in cultures that are completely far removed from one another, especially yeah. at a time when we had no way to contact one another. I mean, the Europeans 500 years ago probably, you know, they didn't probably, they thought the earth was flat. So what are the odds that what they believed then would have also spread to Africa, to Mm. America, to Asia? And I mean, it's not even from the same religion. Exactly. You know, so there has to be some truth in that. That's what I'm saying. But yeah, I'm really chuffed with this. Because I'm going to miss that type of facts with Zoe. She always loves to dig deep, even though I'm like, hey, Zoe, (laughs) really? Why must you go that far? It's honestly so much fun. I'm a student of history and learning these things gives me almost as much pleasure as gardening. So oh, wow. <laughs> let's go on into the Mystery Bible quiz as Michaela has something to pick your brain. 180 degrees on I Am Youth Movement. Follow us on Facebook today. I Am Radio. So we are at the... We are at that time, guys, with the Bible quiz question of the evening. And I hope you're ready for this one because I made it easy, I would say, Zoe. Would you say? This one's an easy one. It's deceptively easy. Like, you know, it's easy in that you know the answer. But but you also have to check because you're not too sure. Excuse me. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So that's what I, because I remember when I, like, well, actually, when I saw it, I was like, I know what that is. But I didn't. So, Michaela, ask away. Okay, so tonight's question is, what is the Eighth Commandment? Hmm. So, if you guys know that there's Ten Commandments, and you've read them all and follow them, you should know this one without even checking. Honestly, yes. You may not, but that's also the thing. Like, you can know the Ten Commandments and not know the order they're in. You know? Yeah. 
I think that's what messes a person up here. Yeah, literally. Well, anyways, you guys have heard the question. What is the eighth commandment? If you have any idea what it is, we would love to hear from you. You can send us a WhatsApp at 081-729-1657 or an SMS at 37988. We are also running polls on our Instagram pages, I am Youth Radio and on 79K Pulpit. So go there and vote if you're not feeling like WhatsApping us. You know, WhatsApp is so old fashioned. Brain. Like it's the new, it was the new mix it, but like we need something new now. So yeah, as we give you guys some time to think about what it could be, let's listen to Hold On by Riley Clemens. It's a cool one. Hold On by Riley Clemens. Now that song reminded me of another time. That song was so powerful though. Yeah. What time did it remind you of Zoe? Tell us. Like the early 2000s for some reason. I feel mm. like it would have come out then and then like the girls would have been so... I don't know when it came out, but that would have been its prime time to come out. Mm. Yeah. Mm. No, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. I think it's the, the vibe of the song. It yeah. definitely does give off that. Yeah, definitely. But enough about vibes and songs and Riley Clemens that we can talk about that forever. We have five minutes to go until it's eight o'clock. Our power hour is almost done. And Michaela has an answer for y'all. So let me throw that question one more time. The question was, what is the Eighth Commandment? Hmm. Now, we actually ran some polls on Instagram on the I Am Youth Radio page. We had four options. The first one being, thou shall not steal. Thou shall not kill. Honor your father and mother. And remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. So, honor your father and mother got 50% of the votes. And remember the Sabbath and keep it holy got the other 50% of the votes. But before we give you guys the answer that is true, let's check our answers on the 79K pulpit page. This is on Instagram, by the way. And those options were the first one being thou shall not steal, thou shall not kill, thou shall steal, and then honor your father and mother. Once again, honor your father and mother got 50% of the votes. But thou shall not steal got the other 50% of the votes. <laughs> Michaela. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Michaela's a bit traumatized right now. Guys. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, thank you guys, firstly, for answering. Not correctly, but thanks for answering. <laughs> we appreciate y'all. Exactly. We, we appreciate the participation. We honestly do. And we appreciate you guys. But... When you do answer in future, please try to answer correctly. (laughs) So tonight's answer is, thou shall not steal. Yes. For those who knew the answer but did not answer, boo. (laughs) Next time, please participate. And those who did answer correctly, well done. You guys know your Bible. Those who gave us just... I feel like it was parents answering, obey your father and mother. You know what I'm saying? Guys, I'm I'm sure they heard you. You... (laughs) You made it very clear by answering tonight. <laughs> but thanks, guys, for participating. We truly appreciate you guys. And that is the eighth commandment. Thou shalt not steal. So I hope y'all are not stealing out there. <laughs> Indeed. But yeah, now we have two minutes to go until it's eight o'clock. And we have to say goodbye. 
And I don't want to actually, but we have to say goodbye. Don't say goodbye. Guys, I have to actually just tell you a short moment of one of Zoe's oh funniest for me. Oh my goodness. We were literally uh, on air and the light was hitting Zoe so perfectly <laughs> that she took, she, she stopped a moment to just take a picture while we're on air. Of course. <laughs> you know, her yeah. and her fabulousness, I am going to Is miss. There- is there another reaction I should have had to that lighting? It was bomb. You know, when it was, I- guys. And she posted it on WhatsApp right after. Yeah. And I had to comment because like <laughs> I was there in the moment she took that picture. Yes. I'm gonna I'm, miss those lighting. I am gonna miss you. I'm gonna miss you. Guys, this is really just sad. Um, but honestly, Zoe, thank you so much. You've been an amazing host the years that you've been on Radio K Pulpit. We are proud of you and we bless you and we bless your journey and we just pray that God protects you and that you won't forget us I could never forget you it's literally impossible I'm going to look back on these days yeah, guys, so that's, fondly that's for me not for Radio K <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> joking I can't forget you Michaela you've made, really made a mark on my life and I'm going to miss you very dearly my friend aww but for the last time guys from myself and Zoe we are out. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.